Imagine going to your friend's birthday party as a kid and not being able to eat anything that the parents bought. Imagine going to work or school and almost fainting because you're too anxious to eat. Imagine going to a restaurant with your family and there's nothing you can eat on the menu, so once again you settle for a garden salad. My name's Jenna, I'm 19, I'm a music student, and I live every day with irritable bowel syndrome, or IBS. IBS is a common disorder that affects the large intestine. Symptoms include cramping, abdominal pain, bloating, gas, and diarrhea or constipation, and sometimes even both. It's a chronic condition that most people, once diagnosed, will deal with for the rest of their life. I want to get one thing out of the way before I go on. Many people struggle with issues when going to the bathroom, whether it's constipation, diarrhea, colostomy bags, UTIs, yeast infections, etc. IBS is something that's hardly ever talked about, especially by young women my age. And so many people experience discomfort while going to the bathroom. Please talk about it if you think something is off. Our bodies are amazing and your bowel movements can tell you so much about your digestive health. This is just my experience. Everyone's symptoms are different and everyone's diets are different. I'm here to advocate for people experiencing this and not tell you what to eat or how to manage your symptoms. So I first started experiencing symptoms of IBS when I was around the age of eight or nine, which means I've been struggling with this condition for over 10 years now. As a kid, I would get these stomach aches and bouts of diarrhea and cramps that lasted hours, if not the whole day. At points as a child, I would tell my parents that I didn't want to live like this or that I wanted to die because the cramps, the fear, and the diarrhea were too bad for me to handle. The doctors tried, but I wasn't properly diagnosed and prescribed proper medication until almost four years after my initial symptoms. I couldn't eat anything, and when I did, I was immediately rushing to the toilet holding my stomach because the cramps were unbearable. I was taken for test after test after test, and nothing would ever show up, so the doctors concluded that it was just IBS. I had colonoscopies and endoscopies at the age of 12. I was constantly getting blood work done, changing medications to try and find some form of pain relief, seeing dietitians, and at my lowest being taken to the emergency room almost weekly. I made many changes to my diet so I can keep my symptoms at bay. I cut out all meat and fish, egg yolks, avocado, chocolate, carbonation, caffeine, spicy foods, and some other things that I most likely forgot on my laundry list of different things I can't eat. My mom is a nurse, and she was my biggest support when I would go through an episode of cramping, bloating, and diarrhea, which I call an IBS attack. Not until I was older did I realize that my anxiety was so tied to my IBS. At around the age of 14, I started to understand that I was experiencing anxiety and that it would trigger an attack. I would eat something, begin to panic that that thing would make me sick, and because I was panicking, in turn, I would throw my body into an attack. And to this day, I, I still do this, and I like to call it my fatal flaw. It's so hard to understand what living with a disability is like until you're in it. I didn't even realize I was disabled until a year ago because most people only think of a disability as something that is visual. When I'm going out to eat, I'm constantly stressed about how I will get home if something goes wrong. If I'm going camping, I stress about the toilet situation and who will help me if I'm sick, if my family isn't around. I stress about that because not everyone would help me and not everyone understands. People like, people like to make fun of IBS. They like to poke jokes or even define me for it. And this is why I advocate. 
10 to 15% of the world population experiences this at some time in their life, and it's something that you can carry with you every day. The depression and anxiety you experience while living with symptoms like this are unbearable. My first few months of college, I ate the same three meals every day because I lived alone and I was afraid that it would make me sick. I sat in a basement room alone all day, every day, trying to stay calm so I wouldn't throw myself into another IBS attack. I would keep the same routine so I would feel comfortable and not be anxious, and in the process of all this planning for your comfort, you miss out. I missed out. I missed out on good food, late nights, going to parties, drinking, having sleepovers, going for dinner, and so much more. Especially with the global pandemic, bathrooms are sometimes closed in some places, and leaving your house is scarier than ever. Public bathrooms are terrifying for someone with IBS, and sometimes your anxiety tells you that people will think you're weird for using the single-stall bathroom, for using the gender-neutral washroom, or the handicapped stall. Just know that your concerns are valid, your anxiety is valid, and the depression you feel is valid. Healing isn't linear. It's been 10 years for me, but I stumble regularly. Enjoy the good days, learn from the bad, and appreciate how far you've come in accepting that your disability is valid. A disability is defined as a condition of the body or mind that makes it more difficult for the person with the condition to do certain activities and interact with the world around them. Disabilities are hard to live with, exhausting to explain, and stressful to ask for help with. I am so lucky to have the support system that I do. Thank you for listening to my story of living with a disability.